Michael Swickard here. Welcome to Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Our award-winning Hatch Green and Red Chili, boy, is it good. It's from locally owned farms in Hatch, New Mexico, which everyone knows is the chili capital of the world. Now, the latest best chili, in my opinion, is the Christmas chili. That's red and green combined. I'll talk about it in a little bit. Yum is what I think of. Now, at the coffee shop, we were talking about why do people come to New Mexico and why do they stay? Many people say they were transferred in the military to one of the area military bases, such as Kirtland Air Force Base or Sandia Army Base in Albuquerque, Cannon Air Force Base in Clovis, Holloman Air Force Base in Alamogordo, White Sands or Fort Bliss Army Bases, and once they were here, they grew to love the area. I've even talked to some people who came in the 50s and 60s to Walker Air Force Base in Roswell. <clears throat> Others say they were just traveling through. They were on I-10 or I-40 or I-25, or they were driving down Highway 70. Heck, some may have been getting their kicks on Route 66 through New Mexico. And something about New Mexico spoke to them. My father was stationed at Holloman Air Force Base, and I was born there at the base hospital. We also lived at Kirtland, on base, Kirtland Air Force Base, for about four years, 54 to 58. The one thing I know for sure is that almost everybody you ask has a story how and why they ended up in New Mexico, from taking a job or somebody came with a spouse. Now, I did talk radio three hours a day, five days a week for a number of years, and one day I was interviewing someone and I asked him, well, how is it that you came to be in New Mexico? He smiled and said, well, I was living in Michigan and it snowed 100 days in a row and I snapped. So I tied a snow shovel to the top of my car and I drove south until somebody said to me, hey, buddy, what is that thing on top of your car? He said, that was Las Cruces and that's why I moved here. Because people don't know what a snow shovel is, and they don't have a reason to know what a snow shovel is. I told him I really like that story, and I really do. Now, over the centuries, people have come through what is now New Mexico for many reasons. Often it was because they were headed to California. Some people were headed to Colorado. New Mexico became part of the United States in 1848 as part of the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo, which ended the two-year Mexican-American War. With that treaty, Mexico ceded about 50% of their total land to the United States, and that land included Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Nevada, Utah, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Wyoming. Now, New Mexico back at that point, <clears throat> and it was until the Civil War, included all of the area that we call Arizona. It was just Texas then New Mexico, and then you're in California. And during the Civil War, it got divided into New Mexico and Arizona. So people with a pioneer spirit came to New Mexico, and they found the fertile valleys, and like the Rio Grande was attractive. Ultimately, the majority were headed to the gold fields in California. And that is until the gold prospectors in California came back to New Mexico during the Civil War. It, it was called the California Column, which retook the southern New Mexico territory from the Confederacy. Many of those men who were gold prospectors in California 
answered the call of duty to fight on the Union side of the Civil War. But when they were here in New Mexico and they were looking down, they found lots and lots of traces of gold in the hills of New Mexico. So rather than go back to California, which was 500, 600, 700 more miles away, they staked their claims uh, on New Mexico for the gold. And of course, we know for sure they probably came because of the chili, don't you think so? Michael Swickard here with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces. Hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. Now, every day is somebody's birthday. Tomorrow, which is November 26th, is the 162nd birthday of Albert Bacon Fall. He was a U.S. Senator from New Mexico, Secretary of the Interior under Warren Harding, and the first big name in Washington to really get lawed to a frazzle over the Teapot Dome, quote, scandal, unquote. That was in 1923. He was a Las Cruces attorney much before that and a newspaper owner and had one of the gunfights on Main Street in Las Cruces when New Mexico was, how shall I say, just a little bit rough. <clears throat> in fact, one of these days I expect to find a historical filmmaker will do the legend of Albert Bacon Fall, the fall guy in the Teapot Dome scandal who was convicted of taking a bribe from somebody who was found not guilty of giving him the bribe. Yeah, how does that work? Well, it did. If this starts you to get interested in A.B. Fall, on these same podcasts, I do people podcasts on Wednesday. And if you look on the list and you see people podcast number 17, it was done on September 27th, there is the full story of Albert Bacon Fall. It even tells the story of his gunfight on the Las Cruces Main Street. <clears throat> we have the explanation. Why did he do it? He just felt like shooting at Ben Williams. Know this, both actually were not hurt. Here is a New Mexico history and sports question. Which baseball Hall of Fame member was from Santa Rita, New Mexico, and this person was born in space? Little harder is the fact that <clears throat> this happened uh, a long time ago. It happened in... Uh, he was born in 1922, 101 years ago. Now, you might have heard of him since he died in, uh, at age 91 in 2014. He was an outfielder who played for the Pittsburgh Pirates, Chicago Cubs, and Cleveland Indians from 1946 to 1955. Next year, he was a general manager in the Pacific Coast League, and then he became an announcer for the very rest of his life for the New York Mets. It was Ralph Kilner uh, who led the National League in home runs from 1946 to 1952 and was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1975. Now see what being born in space will do for you? If you are new to these podcasts, the reason I say that, there's a hospital, there was a hospital in Santa Rita, New Mexico, just east of Silver City. And it was found to be sitting on valuable copper ore, which the town of Santa Rita was busy extracting in a large open pit copper mine. They got bigger and bigger and bigger. So there went the town and the hospital to get the valuable copper underneath it. 
Now, people born in the hospital, like Apollo 17 astronaut Jack Smith, who walked on the moon, they can point above the mine, point at the space there and say, hey, I was born in space. And so could Ralph Keener, whose birthday just passed, October 27th. One more note. Baseball writer Marty Noble wrote that after his death, Ralph Keiner is one of baseball's genuine and most charming gentlemen. Now that's what being born in New Mexico does for you, don't you know? In a conversation with an old-timer, they talked about what their grandfather referred to as having plenty of airtights. Do you know the term airtights? It was an old West term for food in a can, canned goods. They were nice to have since they didn't spoil like regular food. Canned beans was always nice, as was canned corn, which could be fried with bacon to make something quite filling. There was also canned condensed milk, which in a bunkhouse was used quickly. One of the favorite airtights was canned peaches. Too bad they didn't have any of that good chili, don't you think? Michael Swickard with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico. Hit subscribe to automatically get these. One of the least known names in the Lincoln County War was Adolph Barrier, who was a court-appointed deputy sheriff. In Mesilla, New Mexico, was territorial judge Warren Henry Bristol. Alexander McSween, a Lincoln attorney, was subpoenaed to his court, and with very strong feelings of the Murphy Dolan gang on one side and the McSween tungstel factor on the other side, um, it was important for McSween to make it safely. Barrier was tasked with uh, taking into custody McSween, but he was supposed to give McSween to the Murphy Dolan proponent, Lincoln County Sheriff William Brady, to take him to Messiah. He wouldn't have gotten there. This was in January 1878. Barrier, an immigrant from France, realized the danger to McSween, so he took him to Bristol's court and returned him afterwards, thereby probably saving his life. Barrier was charged with contempt of court, but he just rode away, and we have nothing on him afterwards. But he did get into the Lincoln County War, so to speak, and he got out safely. Both, well, actually all of McSween, Tungstall, and Brady all died that year, so, and so did many others. A little New Mexico history. The youngest territorial marshal in New Mexico was Fred Lambert, who was born in room 31 of the St. James Hotel in Cimarron, New Mexico. The hotel was famous for exceptionally good dining and lots of shooting. In fact, when the dining area was remodeled in 1902, there was, and they counted them, over 400 bullet holes in the ceiling from enthusiastic cowboys. Can you imagine that? The owners of the hotel early on put a double and in some places triple layer of oak wood on the second story floor so that those up there asleep were not bothered. Now at age 15 in 1902, Fred Lambert was hired as a freight wagon driver then 1903 was appointed a territorial marshal, the youngest ever due to his connections from his father. So he was the youngest territorial marshal. He learned his trade of being a lawman and was later elected Sheriff Colfax County, which is near Cimarron. I mean, it's in Cimarron. The county seat is Raton. 
He had a good time and was generally liked. He wrote several books, some of poetry, about his experiences in the St. James Hotel, which was noted for very good dining, they, that you had a good dining experience. Too bad they didn't have any sun-dried red chili to top off the taste, but that was before the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces was established. Speaking of good tasting chili from the Fresh Chili Company, discover the taste of New Mexico's festive flavors with the Fresh Chili Company's 575 Christmas Six Pack. I was talking about Christmas. This unique collection comprises three jars each of Hatch 575 Green Chili and Hatch 575 Red Chili, perfectly capturing the holiday spirit with their vibrant colors and rich flavors. If you're a fan of the authentic New Mexico cuisine, this six-pack is an ideal blend of spicy and savory, making a personal addition to your, uh, your holiday feast. Now, the radio station in my little slice of paradise is playing Christmas tunes, and it's time to consider Christmas chili at the Fresh Chili Company. I'm speaking from experience since this is my favorite flavor. It is. It combines both red and green chili to make Christmas chili. And so you can make that. There's a couple different varieties. You can look for them. They are good. I like having both the red and the green. When somebody says red or green, I say I like both. I like it as Christmas. Now, if you're a fan of green enchiladas, you can get roasted green chili sauce in a mild, medium, or hot taste. It has a rich, smoky undertone since it was roasted. That's what roasting does for it. It gives it that taste. And they have a tang of lime juice in it. It turns your enchiladas into a masterpiece worthy of taking a picture of just before serving. So when you get your enchiladas ready, take a picture of it. But then there's another picture you need to take. Afterwards, take a picture of the satisfied faces because I guarantee that will be good. One thing that happens when people live in Las Cruces or are in our little slice of paradise, they can come by the Fresh Chili Company's gift shop at 1160 El Paseo Road, Suite D7A in Las Cruces. It's open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can come by the Fresh Chili Company gift shop. has a lot of stuff there, a lot of the jars. And there's a big sign over the entrance saying the Fresh Chili Company. This is Michael Swickard with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, brought to you by the Fresh Chili Company. Thank you for your time today. We'll always have lots of news and stories about New Mexico for you on these podcasts. If you have something or someone you want me to talk about, write to me, michael at freshchilico.com, michael at freshchilico.com. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, yes, and eat plenty of that good Hatch Valley chili. Like I always say, some chili's good, more is better, as long as it's Hatch Valley chili. Bye for now.